Welcome to Five to Thrive, five strategies to equip and empower educators, parents, and students to thrive. And here are your hosts, Dr. Rhoda and Professor Marty. Dr. Rhoda, could you just hold on here? I am uh, finishing up playing this game on my phone. Oh, I think we're live here. Okay, so so I was crushing it. So today's episode is all about screen time. So hopefully we've gotten your attention on it. And really, there's so much to talk about. But today we're really focusing on kids. Really would like you to think about some of the decisions that we make as adults that truly impact our kids. So Dr. Rhoda uh, is here again, and she is going to address the question, how much screen time is okay for young kids? I think we've all had the experience, either our own children or a niece or nephew or a friend's kids or somebody where the little one is having a meltdown or they're bored or they're tired or they're hungry. And you have things that you need to get done. So you hand them your phone or your iPad or you set them in front of the TV and you get a bit of a reprieve. There's no problem with doing this on occasion, but how often? And when can it become harmful? And why is it harmful? What's going on in their brain? So should you let your little ones use your phone or iPad or computer to watch content? And if so, how much time should they spend on these devices? There's a new study out by the Journal of American Medical Association Pediatrics that has looked into this topic. And so we'd just like to share some of that research with you today and give you some guidance in this. From birth to five is a time when young children's brains are I like to think of it as hyper-developing. They are growing faster than at any other time in their life. In fact, it's suspected that a child's brain is 90% wired by the time they reach kindergarten. And so this wiring happens when we have neural connections or synapses, when two neurons make a connection. So what we do during these years is so very, very important because it's laying the foundation or the framework for future thinking to be built upon. And just reflecting on this with four kids, You know, that birth to age five group, there's so many needs, there's so much attention, there's so much time, and you're just tired. Right. And so it's kind of like everything all at once and reflecting back to those days. Yeah, and we survive it, whether we know how the brain develops or don't. You know, all of us have gotten here, and I'm sure all of our parents did things maybe that weren't optimum. But it's one of those things as being stewards of knowledge. As we learn things about the brain and how it works, we just want to be able to pass it on and know that, again, sometimes you're going to give your kid that device because it's what you need to do for sanity for you, for your brain. Um, But then just so that you have the knowledge and you can make choices, inform choices based upon your children. So this isn't to give anybody a guilt trip or to make them feel bad. It's just to inform you. And then you get to make the choices that work best for the children in your life. So as we think about the brain, different areas of the brain are responsible for things like movement, emotions, language. Brain development builds on itself. We need basic connections before it can move on to more advanced connections and complex connections. For example, you need to be able to stand before you can walk. And once you can walk, then you can begin making connections to jumping and skipping and running. But it's all based on first being able to stand, right? It all builds on each other. So these are all different connections that build. And then they link together to allow us to do more complex things. So the same thing happens with our emotions. So children make connections by what happens in their daily life. And so much of this connection happens with caregivers, with parents, with with people caring for them. And as they build positive interactions with parents and caregivers, they learn things like compassion. They learn things like trust. And these are the building blocks to be able to learn to regulate their emotions as they get older and they become more involved in healthy relationships. 
But these original connections that everything is built on are formed during these early years. And so when I reflect on this, today we see in schools uh, students with increased trauma, Mm -hmm. increased stress, Mm -hmm. uh, increased anxiety, and the list goes on and on and on. And oftentimes it's tied back to regulating emotions. Mm -hmm. And so what you're telling us is these emotions just don't happen. It's a long, long process, very formidable in the early years. So we need to be cognizant. We need to be aware of... Oh, this is really a window of time that we need to to pay attention to. Yeah, these are building blocks. Just like you don't just start out doing algebra, you start out doing addition and subtraction, and then and then you work up. Same thing happens with our emotions and our thought regulations. So, loving, trusting interactions with adults during the first five years is one of the most essential components to becoming a healthy, capable, successful, loving adult. Higher level thinking, things like motivation, self regulation, problem solving, communication, all of these abilities are built on things that are formed during these early years. So children send out invitations to the adults around them to engage. And we do it in different ways at different ages. Babies do this by smiling, cooing, crying. When they do that, they're inviting you to be a part of their world. They want interaction with you. Toddlers learn to communicate their wants and needs a little bit more directly, but each is an invitation or opportunity for the child's brain to make a neural connection. And when we spend time with a child, when we interact with them, When we provide a secure and safe environment, we are literally helping to build that child's brain. You are a brain developer. Time spent with young children experiencing their world, their senses, their emotions, this impacts them for the rest of their life. When we talk with them, when we sing to them, when we read to them, when we play with them, they become curious. They learn how to communicate. They learn how to interact in a thoughtful, loving, kind, compassionate way. So during this time, when their brain is in a stage of hyperdevelopment, What is the impact of screen time? The study that we're looking at this week from the Journal of the American Medical Association Pediatrics demonstrates that children who spend more time in front of screens of any type, whether it's TV, iPad, phone, they have a lower structural integrity of the white matter tracks in the parts of their brain that support language and other literacy skills. I'll get to what that means in just a moment. These skills include imagery, executive function, self-control, regulation. These children also have lower scores on language and literacy assessments. So the white matter is the stuff, it's it's involved with the myelin sheath that coats the neural pathways that allows information to, to, to travel optimally. So the Cincinnati Children's Hospital Medical Center is where this study took place. They assessed screen time in terms of the American Academy of Pediatrics recommendations. The AAP recommends not only the recommendations not only take into account time spent in front of screens, but also access to screens. So all portable portable devices, content, and who children are with, and how they interact when they're looking at the screens. Are they alone? Are they with an adult? Are there conversations going on? Uh, One of the authors of this study says that this study raises questions as to whether at least some aspect of screen-based media use in early childhood may provide suboptimal stimulation during this rapid formative state of brain development. And while we can't yet determine whether screen time causes these structural changes or implies long-term neurodevelopment risks, these findings do warrant further study to understand why and what they mean and how to set appropriate limits on technology. So the, 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 the person you know, looking at these studies, that's his comment, is we can't say, don't give your kids screen time. But it gives us some things to think about and we understand a little bit more what's going on with screen time. So among their recommendations, they're saying for optimal brain development, for children younger than 18 months, we should avoid use of screen media other than video chatting altogether. Okay, under 18 months, just not good to give your kid a screen. 
parents of children 18 to 24 months of age who want to introduce digital media should choose high quality programming and watch it with their child to help them understand what they're seeing. So have conversations, have discussions. For children ages two to five, limit screen use to one hour per day of high quality programs again. Parents should co-view the media with their children to help them understand what they're seeing and apply it to the world around them. So in all of these situations, it's not just setting the kid in front of the screen. Again, there may be periods of time when you do that, but on a regular basis, we don't wanna be doing that. And then their other recommendation is to designate media-free times together, such as dinner or driving, as well as media-free locations at home, such as in bedrooms, okay? So some other key findings of this study, uh, they learned that the more time spent on screens, uh, there was a significant association with lower expressive language. The ability to rapidly name objects, the processing speed, emergent literacy skills, those were not as fully developed in kids that spent more screen time. And this is the one that makes me the most nervous. More time on screens was associated with lower brain white matter integrity. And that's what I was talking about before. That affects organization, myelination, the process of forming a myelin sheath around a nerve to allow nerve impulses to move more quickly. Uh, in tracks involving language, executive functioning, and other literacy skills. So your wiring isn't there for future executive functioning and literacy communication mm -hmm. skills. And we know the role literacy skills play in right. life. It's hugely important. Right, absolutely. So Dr. Hutton says that screen-based media use is prevalent and increasing in homes and in childcare and school settings at even younger ages. So these findings highlight the need to understand effects of screen time on the brain, particularly during stages of dynamic brain development in early childhood, so that providers, policymakers, and parents can set healthy limits. So in summary, under the age of five, on a regular basis, I would encourage you to try to limit it to no more than an hour per day, quality programming with you involved. Watch it with them, have conversations with them. There may be occasions when you need that reprieve where the screen becomes that person that just helps you helps you cope. But if we can avoid doing that on a regular basis, it's gonna help our young children with their brain development, which leads to future thriving. And I thought, listening to this and from my knowledge, I don't think a lot of us, myself included, realize how much screen time mm -hmm. we individually have, mm -hmm. and then you, you take that on down. And you know, just thinking of, of my kids, yeah, how much time really are they looking at a, a tablet, a phone, et cetera? Mm -hmm. And I think it's probably much higher than than we would like to think. Yeah. And this all goes to me remember when we, we first started in, in this vocation of teaching, uh, even the lower grades to think that there would be a computer in a kindergarten class. Right. And now it's it's very common that uh, all kindergartners have their, their iPads. Now this is not to say it's a bad thing. Right. We, we are just kind of making you aware, like Dr. Rhoda said, and having you assess use, uh, appropriate use and whatnot. And really the key is to have the adult with them as well. Yeah, you know, um, a screwdriver has a beautiful function. It's a wonderful tool that we need to use. I'm not gonna give it to a one-year-old to walk around with, right? I mean, there's a time and a place and, and, and to use it appropriately. Technology is a wonderful, beautiful mm -hmm. gift, but I'm not just gonna leave it open to a young mind and let them determine how much they watch and what they watch and where they watch. And you know, that we as, we as adults need to be that filter that helps them make good decisions and teaches them, teaches them those good decisions and why those good decisions are important. And that starts at a very young age. Our goal in Five to Thrive is to equip and support educators and parents to help their children succeed. So here are five key takeaways from today's episode uh, on the discussion of screen time. Number one, awareness. 
uh, birth to age five are so incredibly important formative years with the brain developing, uh, in fact, 90% wired by the time they reach kindergarten. Keep in mind, these are the building blocks uh, that we have the opportunity to influence. Uh, number two, spend time loving and interacting with your kids. So, so very, very important. Number three, for children uh, younger than 18 months, uh, there really should be no screen time other than video chatting. And along that uh, line, 18 to 24 months, you should be with your children watching. Number four, as children get older, ages two to five, the recommendation is one hour a day of high quality programs, uh, parents co-viewing. And number five, uh, designate a free time uh, in your house, free time locations uh, where all your devices are put aside. Thanks for taking the time to learn with us. Let us know how you're doing. If you have questions, challenges, or successes you want to share, please let us know through the comment section of our website. May your week be blessed.